Hey, this is your host, Abby McGrath, with Unsettled Mind, and this is episode two of Protest Inequality. Let's get into it. As I discussed in the last episode, this year has been rough for just about everyone. Between COVID pausing our lives and practically flipping things upside down, and the civil unrest in society due to racism and police brutality, everyone's going through something. Protests have become a common and effective way to get the word out about your cause, whatever that may be. It is also a usual occurrence to see law enforcement at different protests, just to try and quote-unquote keep the peace. However, this means something really different depending on the protest and the protesters. For example, hundreds of people attended Black Lives Matter protests all across the U.S., and while 93% of these protests contained no violence and were completely peaceful, protesters were met with rubber bullets and tear gas. For instance, at a silent violin vigil for black musician Elijah McLean, who was killed by Colorado police, was broken up by police in riot gear who sprayed pepper spray to disperse the crowd. There was no evidence of violence by protesters at the vigil, and the police presence was completely unprompted. Unfortunately, that is only one example of unprecedented police violence occurring at a protest. On the other hand, in late April 2020, armed protesters gathered at the Michigan State Capitol building to protest the recent lockdowns that the state had implemented to help stop the spread of COVID-19. Hundreds of aggressive protesters were met with not violence, but with peace from police officers. The tolerance continued even as they made their way up the steps of the Capitol building and inside heading towards the House floor. There is a photo from this protest that can describe the events of the protest fairly well. The photo is of a maskless man yelling in the faces of of masked police officers who are doing nothing to stop the interaction. No rubber bullets, no tear gas in sight. As you can see, there is quite the difference between the way that these two causes were handled. It seems almost as if there are personal opinions interfering with the way that policing happens at protests. That is all that I have for this episode. In the next episode, I will be discussing my own personal experience with this matter. 